Uh, Hillary and John Whitfield, two of my, they become two of my favorite people. And they are going to be leaving us. They are covenant members of our church and have been for over a year. And they're going to come up and share, you know me, I can talk forever, so I'm going to stop. Um, They're going to come up and share a little bit about their journey over the past year plus, sort of before us, to us, and and then where God's called them. So would you guys come up and then I'll say a piece and we'll pray over you and bless you and send you out. So let's give them a hand. Bam. A huge part of me wants to pretend this is not happening, but uh, do y'all want to take that mic or just whatever mic is live? Tim will, Tim will hook you up. Okay. So this is Hillary and John Whitfield. Do we want to come up and share a testimony about, uh, I guess, our marriage, the journey that we've been through, and if uh, you know us, then you probably know that the start of our marriage was not great. Um, without, I don't know. So the reason I, I really wanted to share this is because during that time, uh, and sorry, this, this was a time where I, I was, uh, like, sorry. um, I was getting drunk a lot with other women, uh, emotionally unfaithful to Hillary early on in our marriage, um, just being really stupid, um, you know, I mean, just how, how can you pursue other women? And you probably look up here and if you know Hillary at all, then you could be like, how could you be such an idiot? Um, but that's exactly what sin does, right? It, it blinds you beyond belief. Um, but the reason we want to share our testimony is because during that time we were doing uh, counseling with Dodds from the Heights. Um, and I remember him sharing his testimony with us about what um, his family had been through. And um, I don't know what it is about it, but something because it was so relatable and so powerful, it spoke to me and helped me a lot during that time. So we're going to let Hillary go first. Notes so I don't forget. So, yeah, I mean, it's really hard for me. It's hard for both of us to talk about. We were talking on the way here, like, I'm really glad we volunteered like a month ago because <laughs> if we were this morning, we'd be like, maybe not because it's hard. But, like John said, whenever um, we met with Dodds and Dodds shared his story with us, we're like, okay, we really need to hear that. We need to hear um, what God does and what God's. Uh, working th- out in people, and we're like, okay, maybe somebody else needs to hear that today, so I hope you guys uh, come away encouraged, but basically, um, just a couple background things on me. I come from a really broken home um, with a, like, a very traumatic childhood, and so a lot of my life has been kind of like, okay, in survival mode, I'll, just a lot of it, and so whenever I think back to kind of our early marriage, I'm like, what happened? Where was I? Just kind of a lot of repressed things so even just talking about it preparing for today just brought up a lot of emotion I guess and um so yeah it's if we like cry that's why but anyway (laughs) I might cry I wore waterproof mascara but (laughs) (laughs) I know ready but yeah so um another thing is that it's funny because I feel like almost no one in this room knew us before we were married um, because we moved to Houston once we got married. But y'all, if you just knew me in our engagement season, I was like, I, the only things I can think of are like whimsy and wonder. And I was like, everything's wonderful all the time. This is the love of my life. And so that's what I came into marriage with, right? Um, my mom said, you have rose-colored glasses the whole time. And I was like, well, yes, of course. I'm marrying John Whitfield. It's wonderful. And so 
that's kind of what we came into. And then um, basically, right when we got married, things were pretty bad, like right away. Um, and so we started, like, I mean, that's whenever John started just, I mean, saying different things that were really difficult for me to hear, just questioning if we should even be together. Um, and this is after we'd been married. And so that was really challenging. And so we started meeting with Dodds, um, who does counseling at the Heights. And gosh, I was just ashamed. I was so embarrassed. I'd been through counseling a lot in my life, just for a lot of things I've been through. But feeling like we started marriage counseling three weeks after we got married was really dark. It was just really hard um, for both of us. And I feel like a lot of it was because um, I felt like I needed to hide it. And I feel like part of that is because that's the way, like kind of the culture that I grew up in and the church I grew up in was like, okay, if you have problems, just hide them. We're going to bring your children to church. They're going to be well-behaved and they're going to look good. And that's just not true. You know, that's that's not how people are and that's not what God calls us to. So anyway, we were going to the Heights and then um, Dodds told us, why don't you all just go to Sojourn Galleria? We lived literally across from the mall at the time. So we're like, okay, great. So that morning I was praying and I was just asking God that I would know someone when I got here, which I felt like was pretty okay to ask because I know people like everywhere we go. So, um, <laughs> but we walk in and we sit down and I'm all like nervous. And then we have the passing of the peace. I turn around and Laurel is there. And Laurel and I were friends in college. And we hadn't talked in like three years, but I was like, thank you, God, someone I know. And that was just so much, they gave me so much peace and encouragement to instantly have those things start to fall into place. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what else to say about like the whole time, but it, it was a very dark and lonely time. Um, I think that's what I want to say about it. And especially for me, hiding what was going on. Um, and if there's anything that you guys walk away with today, I want you to know that God calls us to live in community with one another and to share our burdens. Um, because I was feeling so dragged down. I mean, just like at the bottom of a pit. And I wanted to say some special thank yous to uh, Shelby and Katie for our anchor group nights. Those were comfort to my soul. Also, Anna and Robin, because... Um, they met with me a lot, and I mean, that having the opportunity to bear my soul to someone, also Jackie, you've had a lot of great prayers, um, and feel accepted and loved and known and not judged was just a gift that um, I feel like I can never thank you enough for. Um, so, okay, I think it's John's turn. <laughs> um, all right, so kind of the story of what, what was happening. When I was in high school, my family, you know, broken family like every family, uh, huge fights all the time. Um, I have four older sisters, and he's the only boy, the youngest, so it's a lot of drama. Which, and that's why I'm so quiet, because, yeah. um, so, and we, you know, we'd grown up, and I have four older sisters, and, um, you know, they crazy in their own in high school um, and so we were just fighting as a family all the time and I remember one of the, the thoughts that I had uh, you know as an adolescent growing up is my parents just don't love each other um, I never really see them show affection to each other um, they're fighting all the time and there was actually a point during my senior year of high school 
you know, big time. You know, you're a senior in high school. My dad left the home for a few months. Uh, he went and lived in a hotel. Um, um, not that became a really dark time for me, but I remember God speaking to me in that time, saying, "I'm going to overcome this. I, I will crush Satan under the heel of the church. You know, under Christ." Um, spoke a verse to me in that time. Uh, and so, anyways, my parents they get back together. I see God do wonderful works in our family of restoring us from um, my parents' marriage to my two half-sisters, like restoring all the, the brokenness in our past. And it's just an incredible thing to see God do and my parents. Um, but that thought stuck with me is, you know, my parents don't love each other. And what does love really mean? Um, so anyways, when they got back together, I remember my mom coming to talk to me in my room at that time. And I was like, look, I just, I hate who I am. I'm in a dark place. I don't understand. And so we, we got down on our knees and we prayed. And I remember praying, Jesus, if you can hear me, come and get me because I can't do this anymore. Um, and then he gave me a vision. And so the vision is, it's, you know, a starry night. And I can see this herd of sheep uh, out in the, an open pasture being guided by the shepherd. Um, so I can see them, and then you kind of zoom out, and there's this one sheep uh, over here by itself, and it's kind of facing into the woods where there's four wolves coming out of the woods um, over the rocks. Um, anyways, the, the sheep is seconds away from getting devoured, and it cries out in a little bah, sheep voice. Um, and then immediately, a shepherd just glowing in light shows up behind the sheep, and the wolves take off. And he picks up the sheep and holds it right here. Uh, and so that, I mean, that has been extremely powerful for me for my entire life. And I was at 17 years old, um, just knowing that, you know, at the lowest point, whenever I cried out to God, just out of brokenness, and he came so sweetly. You know, he didn't say, well, you better fight him off. But he came and he got me. Um, and my pastor at the time kind of helped interpret that for me. He said, you know why the sheep was about to get devoured? Because he wasn't with the flock. Um, the wolves, they don't attack the entire flock. They go after the one that strays and it's by itself. Um, and so that's why it was always so important to me. I have to be in community because this Christian life cannot be lived alone. Um, and so I, I go into college. I mean, I go into college like really fired up, wanting to share the gospel with everybody. And we had several good years with our church in Austin. Um, but then I think it was towards the end of my, our junior year, um, our pastor took a full-time job in Pennsylvania, and the church never replaced um, a, a fill-in pastor, I guess. So our community, well, my community, me and Hillary didn't go to the same church, but my community kind of just dissipated. A um, few remained. And then, um, you know, me and H Hillary, and a big part of our even dating relationship through three years was, oh, man, I just... I don't know if I ever really feel in love. I don't know if... We actually broke up because... It's true. We broke up for 73 days. Um, uh, because, you know, I was like, I just don't know if I really feel the way that I should about her. You know, bringing in that, that past with my family in high school and the thoughts that I had about my parents' marriage. And, um, I mean, I, as an adult now, I do know that they love each other and there's just hard times. But, you know, that's what you think as a kid. Um, but anyways, so having that thought, I broke up with her, and then I remember had another low point at that time, cried out to God again, um, and then I, I remember thinking, I've got to get her back before I become stupid again. And so I did, and then 
not too long after that, we were graduating from college and I asked her to marry me. Um, best decision I ever made. And then, of course, she says yes. Um, and then we, we get married, we move to Houston. Um, right, I moved to Houston first, uh, two, three months before we got married. Um, and so here's me, a young guy, no community, moving to a new city, new job. Um, we're getting ready to get married. And um, just that thought of, you know, did I, am I marrying the right person? And when we get married, it was, did I marry the right person? And then it quickly became, you didn't. You don't feel the way about her that you should. Um, it started off as just a small, innocent lie, right? Because everyone wants to have love and, you know, the Hollywood paints it. Um, and so then that lie became, oh, you don't really feel the way about her that you should. And then it quickly became, well, you should be with someone else. And so that's when I started um, drinking way too much, uh, getting drunk at bars with other women and you know, women I work with. And, um, you know, just, just the danger of something that seems innocent at first and then it destroys you. Uh, but through that whole time, um, I knew far off at a place where I should be and where I wanted to be with Christ and pursuing Hillary and honoring her. Um, that's when she brought up getting counseling and then, you know, just a small part of me said, yes, we have to because I want to fix this. I just, I have no idea how I'm so far from it. Um, and then Dodd shared his testimony with us. And that's when he said, hey, you know, there's a, a sojourn in the Galleria, like two miles down the road from y'all. Um, and so that's when we started coming here. We met, met Taylor, met all you guys, uh, started going to parish. Um, you know, not too long after that, we started the, the Judalon Parish. Uh, <laughs> um, and, you know, going back to my vision of just, you know, the sheep being with the, the flock, um, that's really what saved our marriage is um, coming to this church and being with all of you, being in community, um, being free to be broken and in a low place and just watching God restore us. Um, and I think the one verse that, that meant so much to me in that time was, Philippians 1, six and it says, he who began a good work in you will carry it to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. Um, it wasn't me, it wasn't me pursuing or storing, it was God had us, God had me the whole time, and he will uh, carry it to completion. Not a maybe, but he will, he's continuing to do so. And so something that I love so much about this church is we have, we seriously have leadership saying, I don't have it all together. I'm not perfect. I'm broken. I need a savior. Um, that's why we're all here. So that's why I want all of you um, to recognize, like, this is this is not like we were broken and we're healed and, you know, la-di-da, everything's perfect every day now. Mm. Well, there are still things, you know, that we work through and residual, you know, trust issues or doubt, whatever it is that comes up between us. Um, so I just encourage you guys to press into a parish, be very vulnerable, be honest, find an anchor group because as I've been talking with Taylor, he I mentioned one point about us talking. He was like, yeah, I mean, y'all didn't, you know, break up, but you could have, we could have split up. And I'm like, well, I, I guess, but because of, well, God, and obviously Sojourn, um, pulling us in every week, reminding us, creating that safe space. Um, and here we are together. We're about to celebrate two years, which is great. Mm. Um, so yeah, we just wanted to thank you guys so much. Um, with our whole hearts, just you've made this home for us. You've made Houston um, home for us, and you guys have been our family. Uh, as our family is far away and dysfunctional, 
you guys <laughs> are have been really precious to us. So thank you so much. Amen. Thank y'all. You can put that mic back in. Let me just say a few words. Yeah. We love y'all. So they're heading to Dallas, and it's just clear that God's called them there. And as your pastor, I've told them this, I'll tell you, um, and, and they're okay with me saying this. Um, as, as your pastor, I would not have been okay with you. I would have been super grieved and worried about you leaving a year ago, just for all the reasons they just stated. But I'm so sad that you're going, but glad for you because it's so clear and you're, we're releasing you. Not, you're on the way, right? You're not complete. None of us are until we breathe our last and are glorified with Christ. But he's, you submitted yourself to him. I've seen such progress and change. And, and a lot of it is the openness and the willingness to, you don't want to be alone anymore. You want to come in. You know you can't do it on your own. You're not made to. Um, you've just been such an integral part of this body through your brokenness. And that's such a model for us, for me. Um, it's what we were talking about at the beginning of the gathering together, how we just come as we are, and that's, what, that's the way Christ would have us. And so it's part of, it actually plays super perfectly into the, the text today and the sermon. So, and God's in his providence has allowed that. So thank you. We love you guys so much. Let me, um, let me just pray over you. And let's all just join with me, you know, as, as I pray over them. Let me get between you. Um, just as we bless them and send them out as missionaries. Lord, I thank you so much for John and Hillary. I thank you for creating them fearfully and wonderfully. Um, for choosing them before the beginning of time to be your own precious children, for laying your life down, um, the blood of the eternal covenant, as it were, even before time began, and then coming in at the perfect time, in the fullness of time, coming to this earth, being born an innocent, pure child, representing, representing them in your life and in your death. Um, and just, it's been amazing to see you walk with them, you draw them to yourself, you rescue them, um, Lord, I just plead, continue to plead the blood of Jesus Christ over them, over their marriage, over their every interaction, over their jobs, over Hillary as she continues to do her um, speech pathology NYU degree, and over John and his professional career, Lord, and over their relationships with family and new friends. And Lord, plant them quickly into a healthy community of believers. Um, I pray that they would just continue to be salt and light where they go. We bless them. We love them. We, we already miss them, and we send them in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you that they're in far better hands. Um, they're just in perfect hands. They're in your hands, Lord. We love you, we bless you, and we'll, we'll see them again one day, um, if not before. In Jesus' name, amen. Love y'all. Thank you.